0: Have you been diving deep into health and nutrition and want to learn more? Up for a chat, Sidney O'Meara and the Functional Nutrition Academy present to you the Intro to Nutrition course. This 10-week introductory program is the perfect Kickstarter to help you gain knowledge, get empowered and develop a healthy relationship with food. To find out more and to get access to one of the world's leaders in nutrition, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash nutrition. WellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This
1: is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam.
0: Welcome to the Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world class and life, love, and legacy. We're your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Well, today we are. We're actually lost for finding a topic. But what we did was We're <laughs> not supposed
1: no, to say that.
0: Well, of course we're not supposed to say that. But that's the point. I wanted to Karen was sort of debating like how are we gonna start this podcast? And I say I have no idea, but let's start recording. And I do
1: And oh, you just throw me under the bus. You just, throw you, me just, under just the bus. you just exactly. started. <laughs>
0: just started. I'm like just let's not stop thinking about it. But that's the key, right? Because now it's start we start recording. The topic will come up, and one of the one of the things I know that I'm dealing with from a challenge perspective, um, I just did this on one of my blogs was the the idea of reinvention. Did you know I was talking to someone today? Did you know that we, and I'm sure you know this, but no, but we've actually constantly moved every four years.
1: Is it time for me to go shopping for a house? Yeah, is it time? I think so. Can I go? <laughs> We've been here for
0: almost two years now. We're it's almost like, go time. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it for us is that I, even for my whole entire life, it's like I've pretty much moved in, mo- like not just the physical locations, but also to the house. We've moved every four years. But even in business, I've never actually stayed in any business for more than four years, except for one. I did stay at uh, Bowers Chiropractic for eight years, which is the business I owned, the chiropractic practice. But I think the only reason why I stayed it was also because we had kids. Right? yeah because you we know were, yeah
1: we had our first one, we were struggling with lack of sleep and we just couldn't have any major changes at that point in
0: time exactly what she came in around the third year i was in that practice so it's one of the things that i you know we decided to put my focus on the kids and we didn't actually change but that of the everything i've done in my life i've never done anything for more than four years which is well, really weird. except um, for hello. It, i realized i just said <laughs> that
1: is this a breakup <laughs> like darling it's over <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's, we've been getting it what, for twenty one, twenty years this yeah. is the 21st year and and uh, actually, we're coming to our 21st anniversary of uh, no. What each is other. that?
1: Diamonds? <laughs>
0: it's, it's every year seems to be diamonds. I don't know. What, what's up with that?
1: It is. I, I promise you.
0: <laughs> but like, yes, us, us, our relationship is one of the only very few things that, but that we're do you
1: think year. that's because we keep changing and evolving together?
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. Like for us, we have, we're not the same person we were when we were first met when we were 21 years old. Right? Um, that's I'm same. younger looking. You you know what? You're actually more beautiful. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. Yeah. Um, no, the thing is we have changed and evolved and, but that's the, the thought process going, why do we need to reinvent? Like someone asked a question today on the, comment on the video. Why do we need to constantly reinvent ourselves? Or why do you feel like you need to reinvent? I don't know what the true answer to that is. I just feel the need. I get bored very easily. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I get bored. And you know me well enough. I get very bored of anything that I do for long enough that I need to change. If I don't change something, I fall into a trap of not just boredom, but I actually get down on myself. I just feel like I'm not evolving. I'm not changing. Like if a whole... Ethos of how I live life—it's always constantly striving to learn something more, do something different, um, and and constantly evolve. You know, um, wh- what's interesting about actually I just said there isn't something I actually done for more than four years. This podcast has been doing for four years. The the wellness guys has been doing it for four years. But each one of them, like our marriage and everything else, is that there's constant evolution and evolving within it. There's enough change in it that makes me sort of you know, think about where it's actually going to go. Have, you know, do you find that that's a challenge for you to reinvent? Are you the same way or are you completely different?
1: No, I'm the same way. Like I, especially for me, reinventing is often within the home. So it's decorating and changing. Mm. And I, we do, we do move a lot. I start looking at realestate.com and you're, and you say to me, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just looking. Yeah. And you're like, no, as soon as you start looking, that's when we buy. That's when we
0: move. Not, I know I'm screwed. You're Seriously, not allowed I'm to sure. look
1: anymore. But I, I think it's the same thing. I think it's just constantly wanting a change, wanting to evolve, wanting to move forward with things. And And that was something I think we can fall into a bit of a gap and a bit of a depression over because sometimes we know we want to change. We want something different and we're just not sure what it is or which was what I was feeling the other night was that we have this ideal or this ambition for what we want. And you just don't feel like you're there. Mm. And you had, you had a good quote that one of your friends was telling you. And he said something along the lines is that when we compare ourselves to our ambition, That's when we fall into the gap and that's when we start getting depressed.
0: Mm. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So a friend of mine, James Ton, I I was struggling through one of the things I was, like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, I was struggling through is like this whole point of like, what's my next step? Like, what's my next move? I don't know where I'm actually going to go. What's my next few years going to bring to me? And I wasn't very clear on that vision. And so what ended up happening was I reached out to a few friends who know me well and maybe just asked for some support. And one of the things he said to me, like the, you know, it was, I thought was so insightful was he said that be inspired by your ambition, right? So be inspired by your ambition, but don't be paralyzed by it. And because what he says is that when you have your ambition compared to your current reality, your ambition is usually something very grander. It's something that's very big. It's something that is something you're striving for. But if you're constantly comparing yourself to, if you're constantly comparing yourself to the your current reality that you're living in right now, of course, there's a massive gap. There's a massive gap between where you want to go to where you are. And it should be because otherwise it wouldn't be an ambition. Otherwise, right? And so, but if you compare yourself that. You know, if you compare your current reality constantly to that, all of a sudden you you created this void, and this void is something that can be so powerful and just psychologically that it causes you to be down because you're like, I wish I was there instead of here. So it's, it's going back to the same theory of grass is greener on the other side, and what that gap does is that it really slows you down and it can paralyze you, and that's what he was suggesting. And and I've talked about this before in previous podcasts, but what we're trying to do now, it's that successful people. What they do is they don't compare they have this ambition right What's what he said don't be paralyzed by it. what that means is don't compare yourself to their ambition have the ambition so that it pulls you pulls you like a north star but what you want to do is you want to be able to do the things that's possible to move forward and what you're comparing yourself to what you should be comparing yourself to is how did i go today compared to what i was doing yesterday am i moving forward or am i moving backwards and it doesn't matter what the answer to that is You just don't want to have any too many days that you're going backwards right you want to constantly striving forward step by step
1: i was looking at some things that other people have said along these lines as well and, and sometimes it's kind of hard working forward it's it's better working backwards i think and one of the things they said is if you're struggling with this is to think about what would i regret not having done in the future hmm And with that, that's what you work your way backwards for. Because he said, if you don't have a big goal, if you don't have something to aspire to, Hmm. you get lost in the day-to-day mundane things, which is totally what has been happening to me lately. Because I said to you, we're (sighs) a quarter of the way through the year, Lawrence, and this was going to be my year. This is the year both the kids are at school full time. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to learn to play an instrument. Because I want to play the piano.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, now you announce it to the world. I now you know, know what the expectations is on there.
1: And there was something else. And I thought, I will have so much time. I will be doing all these things. And now it's a quarter of the way through the year. And my day is more fuller with doing tasks. And that is so depressing that you think, I'm not wasting time watching Netflix. But by the time I've done my million and one chores. You only
0: want to watch Netflix. <laughs>
1: There's not time left to do these things. And I know when I say that, you're probably going to jump in and say, well, then you're not making it a priority because if you made it a priority, you would do it. The only thing I've managed to squeeze in is doing my workouts, Mm. but finding the time to say, I want to learn the piano or do those things. All these other little jobs seem just as important. I need to make that phone call. I need to return that email. I need to drop something off at school. They take priority and When I was reading about this person saying, have a larger goal and work your way backwards, thinking, what would I regret doing? I would completely regret not learning to play the piano. And I've said that for so many years. I really want to learn to play the piano. And yet here I am still Hmm. not doing it. So maybe I need to give a go
0: well okay so let's take cat tackle it from a couple of perspective i think one of the things is you, you know i could say that it's not your priority and that's why you haven't done it
1: and that annoys me when but you do i that. know and, and so i don't, don't want to get into a fight, <laughs> I don't want to get into
0: a fight here and, into a podcast so that's what so no 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 to self and no to any men and listening to this is don't <laughs> d- don't argue or no don't point out the obvious thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll get my, i'm digging myself in a deeper hole here mm. um so one i think one of the things that it's a challenge Challenging thing um, for all of us to do when it comes to, you know, dealing with tasks is to recognize that we do have, we always get stuck in tasks. There's always things that we're doing that are not necessarily, you know, you know, fun to do, right? We all get stuck into the eye. There, there's definitely tasks that I do on a day-to-day basis that I don't actually enjoy. The goal is to try to, how do I systematically remove them as much as I can? And that has that has to be set as an intention or desire to actually want to do it. At least you're aware that you don't enjoy it. That's number one. And then now, like, how do I systematically remove them? Now, it might take you two, month, two months. It might take you a year for you to remove some of those tasks that you don't enjoy. Um, but we choose those things. Like, for example, and I'm going to just that the first thing that comes to my mind is that you know you do your grocery shopping right you don't you're
1: gonna you're gonna go online again aren't you? You, don't online have shopping.
0: To. <laughs> you don't have to do your grocery shopping i'm just suggesting you don't have to but you I, choose to I but do. you like it right? i like going but to so the grocery then that store. if you choose that then you can't complain about it right i'm not suggesting you are no she's not complaining about it, just to be very clear what i'm saying is that if you choose to do something and you you know, there's other options, but you chose not to take the option, option B, C or D, and you choose to do option A, then you can't complain when when you chose option A. So we put ourselves in those situations. So, yeah,
1: so have a good look at all the things that are zapping your time. Do you could you be doing them differently? Could you delegate them to other people?
0: Uh Is there a more efficient way of uh, doing it? There's any alternatives to to do that. And and sometimes you might start to... So so let me go back one step here. The key to actually all of this is to actually create the space and time for you to actually reflect on these questions, right? One of the challenges I've always had was, you know, you just get busy doing and doing and doing. But one of the challenges we have in this world and living in 2017 is that we lose the perspective of... We don't actually have the space and time to actually think even.
1: Do you know what I'm going to say on that one? I think, and this is going to be something I'm going to try. Maybe this might help other don't people. I just do. I, <laughs> yes, Yoda, I will do it, uh, is put it in the phone because I use the phone calendar. I'm sure mm-hmm. other people use the calendar as well. And this is where I'm getting fully booked out because I've got all the children's appointments, all their classes, anything they I've paid for that they have to attend is in there. And then... I'm always bumping into people who are like, let's meet up for coffee, let's do this, let's have a meeting, and I look at my schedule, and I put all these other things in, which are not really things I want to always spend my time on. And the next thing I know, I'm fully booked for a month with no space to go and do these other things, so I think perhaps that would be a better way, is just for me to go and block off a section for self-reflection or block off a time immediately for, and just put repeat, because you can do repeat. Yes. I figured this out. I don't have to <laughs> manually go in and do this. And block off section, say, learn piano or self-reflection or your time.
0: So listen to what you just did, right? When you just said block off time, what that does to your brain and to actually to your life is that you put it as a priority. Because you claimed it and going, you know what? This is a priority for me. And this is... I'm going to schedule... See, what most people don't do is they schedule time for themselves. Well,
1: right? see, I don't. I think to myself, today I'll learn piano if I've got time. Yes. I say if it. If you got I time. I say it to myself, and then the next thing I know, I'm picking the kids up, and it's dinner time.
0: That's right, because because time is like a uh, like a vac, like vac an empty space. And if you create, you can't have empty space. There's nothing in this universe have space. Once you create a vacuum, something will fill it, right? That's just the law of nature. And so therefore, when you have a bit of time, quote unquote time, if it's not scheduled, you'll fill it with something. And all of us are guilty of this, right? I know I'm guilty. If I'm not doing anything, then you know what? It's Facebook or it's whatever is on my phone or whatever I'm dealing with. The, 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 one of the, the best thing that has ever happened to me, regards to creating these vlogs yes number one is a lot of work number two it's it it does it, it, it takes a lot of time my time but what it does do is actually becomes more i'm actually not spending as much time on social media anymore because i'm actually busy creating right? So whereas before I was wasting a lot of time because I had nothing, you know, there was maybe an hour or two hours block where I wasn't doing anything or I was avoiding the things I should be doing.
1: (laughs) It's funny you say that because I haven't been going on Facebook that much either. And somebody just had a baby and I'm like, when did that happen? (laughs) 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 They were pregnant. How did I miss the last nine months of this? Because I, you're right. I, you know, if you're not wasting time, filling it up with things like that, because we make, appointments and commitments. I know as a mom, I do it for my children. Yes. It's scheduled in meeting other people. I schedule it in with them, but I never schedule in appointments with myself.
0: That's right. And, and that's one thing I really learned in the past year or two was the importance of actually creating that time for myself. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. We're not talking like taking a week off by yourself here. We're just talking like an hour, you know, maybe an hour a week, or just even just carving out an hour, or maybe three hours for this one-time thing. Not even have to be a repeat. Maybe a one-time thing to really reflect and going, where do I want to go in my life? What do I want in my life? What am I? What am I being challenged by? What does it feel? What What feels right for me to lean into that I'm actually afraid of? Do
1: you know what somebody else told me they do? They've signed up for an art class. Mm-hmm. They are not artistic in the least. Like She's like, I'm not an artist. I don't aspire to be an artist. But she's like, why not? Why not try something new? But if she was to stay at home and think, I'll just paint every Friday, it wouldn't happen. So she has paid for a course. She physically has to leave the house, and she goes to it, and she just has fun once a week doing it. And I thought, you know, that's the difference as well. A lot of the time, I try to just do things at home. And I think I'll just fit that into my day. But sometimes maybe it's actually finding an expert, finding a mentor, blocking that time with them, paying the money for it. Because that then holds you to it a little bit more that you think, well, no, I've got to leave now. I have a class to attend.
0: Exactly. Why do you think that I travel so much? Like in terms of- You oh, don't you- want to
1: do housework?
0: Yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. That's absolutely true. Um, but it's I travel a lot is because I, you know, as you know, like most half the stuff that I do traveling wise is actually for myself. It's investing in myself because I put that as a priority because I, if I grow, then I know that my circle of influence is going to grow. The impact that I create for people is going to grow because I'm not stagnant, right? Right? But the reason why I also because you know, I actually invest in it because if I had to if I had to read a book you know to, to learn about certain things yeah I'm gonna I do that already but really I get so much more value by taking the time and space of learning firsthand with people that are really really smart and having this the time and space to process some of those, uh, those information that's in my head. And that's what I've actually created for a lot from my coaching clients, my coaching clients, you know, I've created environments where we carve out three days, a week, uh, three days in my three times a year. So we're talking nine days out of the whole 365 days a year to really allow themselves to focus in on their business and then their life and really to think about what is what is important for them and making sure that what they did in the last quarter is important for you know, evaluate that last quarter and making sure that the next quarter is going to be more fruitful. And when you do that enough times, right? Certain quarters, you're going to make terrible mistakes. Certain quarters, you're going to have some great wins. And for your, each quarter, it's about reevaluating yourself and see, moving forward and going, am I making myself better? Because it's not about trying to be 100% better, not even 50% better. You're just trying to get 1% better. And the best thing uh this mentor of mine said, Dan Sullivan, reflect back on some notes. He said, you got to think 25 years, right? 25 years from now, who are you going to be like? It's 2042, right? That's 25 years from now. And 2042, if you improved 1% every quarter, that's three months, every three months you improve 1%, you've improved 100% In twenty-five years, baby steps. Baby steps. One small little step, rather than trying to like, oh, I need to grow my business two times. I need to grow my business thirty percent by the next quarter. Like, what if we just improved something in your business one percent, and then one percent? All of a sudden, like, maybe it take you a year, maybe take you six months. All of a sudden, something will massively exponentially grow because you're growing within yourself, or systems, or your business, or whatever. It's small little incremental steps that add to a big thing. If you look at our kids growing up, I mean, they are accumulation of. Everything that has happened in their last six years of their life or eight years of their life, not just one specific instant or one specific growth spurt. They're growing because they're constantly growing a little bit by a little bit. And sometimes it's just massive growth spurts overnight.
1: Where do you think people can find, because not everybody has mentors that they can go to. Like Sometimes you've got this fantastic goal, this idea, this vision, and you just you just don't really know who do you need to talk to? Where do you need to go for that? Like it, it's great for within your community, you've created this group that people can come to you and, and, you know, reach out and you can help align them with different people because you're very well connected. So if people have something they're looking for, if you don't know it, you know, somebody who's doing that, that can give them that insight and that edge. Hmm. Moms that are at home, general, general people who are just wanting to make a change. Where do, would they start trying to find this group of people to help them?
0: Well, I think the first part f- first part you need to is actually have a bit of self-reflection. Like By listening to these podcasts, by listening to certain people that you enjoy, someone always resonates with you. You're listening to this because obviously you re- uh, this resonates with you, right? Otherwise, you would be continuing listening. If you're a first-time listener, I hope this resonates with you. But, welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is, when you actually start to listen to certain people, you start to recognize people you resonate with and certain people that you don't resonate with. And you look Look at those type of people and go, right. Maybe make sure you do the homework. Like we're, we're giving you the like listening is one thing that's passive, right? But you actually have to go do something. We've already suggested a couple of things already in this particular episode where you can actually go and do what I would go is reflect upon where you want to go. What are you trying to achieve? What, what's the objective? Because that dictates what, who you should hire or who you should invest time with or who you should try to connect, connect it with. Because if your investment is to try to get a better, um, to be a better mom. Right. That's a different person than I want to be. I uh, want to be a mom entrepreneur. Right. That's a totally different per- particular person that you want to reach out to. Or maybe so. I need to help in my relationship. Right. Then that's a totally different person than it is for someone to, um, about like how to raise my kids.
1: Do you know what, when you, we were doing your vlog yesterday, I believe that one was on uh, reaching out for help and asking questions. Was yeah, that, that episode
0: 22?
1: Episode 22. And I happen to be on Facebook, even though I just said I've hardly been on it. But it made me think about that question because somebody was at some location in Australia and she just put out on Facebook, hey, I'm in this area. What's an amazing restaurant? Mm. Now, see, I probably would have just started going on TripAdvisor. I would have Googled. I would have lost 10, 10 hours of my day trying to read all these reviews. But she just bypassed all of that. And then within a couple of minutes, she had all these people offering insights and ideas of amazing cafes that are kind of off the grid you wouldn't know about. And boom, she could go.
0: Hmm. And, and what I, the beautiful part about that is that on Facebook, those well those, those people who recommended those restaurants probably know her, right? As well. And which means that they're gonna recommend restaurants that she likes, not just what they like, is what They'll know their particular top restaurants, but then in the area, but also specifically to them. And so it's catered to them.
1: But I'm also thinking too, you don't always know with all your friends and all your colleagues, you don't always know everything about them, what their interests are, what they do in their spare time. And so maybe sometimes throwing out something like, Hey, I want to learn photography. Does anybody have any great courses or any ideas? There's a wealth of information that you can pull on. And sometimes it's just knowing what question to ask. Yes. Throwing that question out there and seeing what people say and what you come up with, what resonates, because those are like the little crumbs that you can use to guide you and where you're going. And one thing leads to another leads to another. But it's just that initial how can be the roadblock that just feels so insurmountable
0: yes we get but stuck you, in the how you get
1: stuck, get stuck that stuck you just how. can't get past that and you give up
0: and i get stuck in the how like i got i got pulled up on this on my mastermind yesterday you know i was saying this is where i want to you know this is i don't know what i want to do and they called bs on me that like, you know what you want to do i'm like oh, no i don't and then they go lawrence you've been talking about you know x for such a long time you know and you just got you, you're just afraid i'm like okay what are you afraid of and then i'm like oh i'm afraid i don't know how i'm like that's bs as well like they're just like like i was in the firing lines all day uh all morning for that and for half an hour just like you know shooting at me he goes no that's bs and and what it comes down to is that we get stuck in the how i get stuck in the how and i know that that's the biggest thing is that you got to be clear on your objective and you not this doesn't mean that you're never going to need to know the how knowing the how will come but don't let the how stop you from exploring and discovering and and um, even play with that idea. I was going
1: to say having the, not being scared to experiment.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Because you may try something and you go down the road for a few weeks or a few months and it's just like, nah, that's not for me. That didn't work. I don't like it, but Hey, you tried something different and you learned learned something something
0: from it. Right. And which means that you would direct you to something that you might be more passionate about, or maybe direct you something that's closer to where your ideal is. But, but
1: there's you- such a wealth of knowledge out there. Like I'm just even thinking YouTube. Hmm. I was saying to oh. Kaya today, you live in such a different world than what I do, Kaya, because you know, Mummy's learned how to do makeup or how to do hairstyles or curling or all sorts of things off of YouTube. Yeah. And she was like, well, how did you learn to do your hair? Or how did you learn to do makeup when you were a kid?
0: That's why the eighties was a bad year, (laughs) bad decade. In the nineties as well. So
1: I'm like, it was tough, baby. It was tough. (laughs) You had to you had to go to a library and try looking at books, and that doesn't help you very much. No one's going to go to a library for fashion. You know, you're getting getting advice from your mom or your friends, and that might not be the right place to go either. Like now, you can reinvent yourself so much and just have a go trying different things. And I've often found physically changing your body language or physically changing how you dress or what you do going outside of your comfort zone can make you feel like a totally different person can give you so much more confidence to try things you wouldn't try before. Mm. But it's almost like changing. It's like a superhero putting on a costume. It's changing that persona. It's almost like that allows you Mm. to lean into something else and to try something else instead of holding yourself back saying, I'm a a bit nervous. I'm I'm a bit meek.
0: Well, the, the challenge, the downside of that is back, you remember the 80s and 90s, like they were terrible decades for me, but back in the <laughs> 80s and 90s, what happened though was you didn't have, you didn't know what looked good, right? And therefore, you actually had to go through the embarrassment, right? <laughs> showing up at school and people laughing at you, like, I mean, let's face it, right? That's exactly, I remember showing up for like, I used to have to wear a uniform. I went to an all boys high school, I remember I had to wear a uniform and you know, everybody wore jeans. My, my parents never bought me jeans. I didn't own a pair of jeans until I think I met you. And so I wore- You like, were tragic, I was tragic. I was very tragic. <laughs> and in high school, I remember showing up for like, you know, those, you know, free days or dress free days or whatever. I wore track pants. And it was like, it's. Like, I learned that i still remember that day. Like the feeling that I got, I'm like, oh my God, like- This is embarrassing, but I had to try it out, right? Whereas now, like you kind of go on videos, you can go research and and listening to these podcasts is just that. Like getting all these insightful information for a variety of people, right? Top experts in a variety of different fields, whatever you want to learn. You can pretty much learn on YouTube, podcasting and, and on the Internet. But the problem with that, though, is that you learn all this stuff, but you may not try it you might not do it because it's too simple not to do it. It's too easy to learn the information now, but the problem is that you might not give it a go. You might not actually go and interact with anybody. You might not give it a go to go and spend some time to reflect upon what you want because you're inundated by what other people are thinking. And so this is why I think going to like these Retreats or maybe going to events or experiences like two or three day events where allow you to really dive deep into your psyche and actually asking the question in the space to ask the question, going, Why? What do you really want? And why do you want it? And this is where I'll challenge for the listeners right now. Is that if you are in a space of wanting to reinvent yourself, if you're in a space or in a situation where you're, you're, you don't, you know, you're meant for bigger things, but you don't know what it is or why, uh, what it is, or how to actually achieve this, or you, there's obstacles and you don't know how to overcome. Like I love for you to message me, like honestly message me, Facebook me, go to this, let, maybe contact me via inside champions mind or contact me through uh, my own personal Facebook page. I love to hear from you because I love to, l- I just want to hear what, you know, what people are going through right now. And I want to see if that's our actual challenge. Cause maybe I I'm just imagining this, that everybody's, most people are going through this, but I get a sense of feeling that a lot of people are trying to reinvent themselves, but they don't know how.
1: I think most people do. I, I think it goes in ebbs and flows. Like you're like, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. And you're passionate and you're on. And then a couple of weeks later, it yep. just things go off the rails and you feel down on yourself and it just isn't
0: working. Right. And that comes down to is This your passion, right? This passion thing was about Passion is about the suffering. Are you willing to suffer through this? And a lot of times that you start something, and it's okay to back off. It's okay to kind of go through this period of time going like this is not working. Because Seth Golden calls it like the cul-de-sac. You end up going to cul-de-sac and realize that this is a dead end and you don't need to quit. You need to stop this thing. But sometimes it's what he calls the dip, where you need to ride through it. It's something that you need to just continue onwards to move forward and pass this and really learn to work with it. And, and, and that's the difference. The difference between between Someone who has done great things either on YouTube or Google or, you know, or, you know, any podcast is that they're willing to put in the hard yards. They're willing to keep working at it and to be great, not just to be good, to be great. It's something that you willing to have to put in the hours and the effort. Nick, like, in order for you to be great at playing piano, you have to put in the hours and there are going to be times where it's going to suck. Actually, I'll guarantee you there will be more times that it sucks than it does when it's actually feeling great. But there will be be that glimpse, that moment of time where you're actually going through it and you go, wow, I can't believe I can play that.
1: But see, it's knowing that, isn't it? Because they're saying so many people have these visions of all these amazing things that they want to achieve, but they don't realize the amount of work, the amount of sweat, the amount of toil they will have to do Mm -hmm. to get there. And I guess that is if your why is big enough, if your goal is big enough and your ambition is big enough, the vision, then you will put up with those things. You will persevere through those things to achieve it because you've got a greater vision that you're working towards. If you don't have that greater vision, those little stumbling blocks will be what what will stop you along the way. And from that point, that's where it's so important. If you can find a mentor, find somebody who's doing what you want to do. Because they're going to be the people who give you the insights. They're going to be the ones who going to tell you, these are all the amazing things that will come from this. But also, this is where I came from. These are all the stumbling blocks I had. You're going into it with your eyes wide open. Yeah. Knowing. You see the other side. You see the other side. And then you really think, is this something that I want? It sure is. And I'm going to still persevere and go for it.
0: Yeah. Someone said the, to me the other day, I goes, I produced this. Uh, they goes, ah, I, 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 created my first vlog, right? Cause they saw my video and go, Oh, like, that's what I want to do. And they created the first vlog and they put it out there. And then they messaged me and said, that took me four hours just to edit and upload. <laughs> Where the hell do you find the time? I didn't say it was easy, right? I'm see the, 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 greatest thing about creation when it comes to art is that you're supposed, if you do it right. It makes it look like it's easy, right? Yeah. But it's not. You gotta. You can even finding the mentors is one thing. Is that you gotta show up. Like you gotta literally show up and do the work. Going to the gym, looking at the gym, and tell, the trainer looking at you, telling you exactly what to do. The perfect squat. The perfect exercise. Does not going to make you have a fit body.
1: Well, that's what goes into our past podcast that we did is habits. You need to have the new habits in place so that you're creating the rituals so that you're not falling into that slump of just like, mm, I'm just going to lay in bed for 10 minutes more. No, you've got a new habit. You got to get up. You've got to do it.
0: Yeah. And just know the first, you know, the first 45 days, is going to suck. You're going to have to fight through every part of your cell, your body that tells you don't do this. Don't don't go after this because that's the fear that pops it, pops up. And so therefore you got to keep on fighting it because you have a bigger ambition and the ambition is going to not going to paralyze you. What's going to pull you is going to keep on pulling you towards it.
1: Okay. So grab your phones right now at the end of this podcast and go and schedule into your calendar. Start with an hour, hour, once a week, schedule it in. That is you time to do what you need to do to start working towards your goals.
0: Yeah. And that's just such a simple um, exercise that is very helpful. And by reflecting upon this and having that time and space to do it, that will allow you to live a fuller life because you creating the time and space to actually think. That's what we don't do enough. We're, we're, we're like robots right now. We're dictated by everybody else's schedule. We're dictated by everybody else's expectation on us. And what ends up happening is that we end up you know, years downwards. You
1: live somebody else's life. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's maybe not what you wanted. It wasn't your passion. But we're not using that hour, ladies. To go on YouTube to try new curling techniques or anything <laughs> like that, like I did today. We're, we're going to be very careful with our hour.
0: Yeah, and that hour shouldn't be about listening to podcasts. It shouldn't be about researching. It's about really just listening to your voice. What does your invoice tell you? What are you thinking about? What do you want? And sometimes don't have this expectation. You have to have an answer in that hour.
1: I know I always do that. I feel like I didn't. Didn't come up with a final answer on it.
0: I'm 42 years old almost and I don't even have an answer yet and but I but this but I don't let it stop me right? I don't have to have total clarity before I take action on something. I just, I just need some, some, someone just point me in the right direction. Like this, any direction of the 360 degrees I could go, just point me in some sort of direction. I'll figure if this is the right direction. It's about don't allow that because if you stand still, it's like quicksand, it will eat you alive. You will stand still. And then 10 years later, you're going to live in regret and then going, what happened in the last 10 years? That's what we don't want to want for you. Okay. So guys go to do me a favor, a couple of things. Once you schedule the hour, go on Facebook, Right, but not but only to do this. go dot <laughs> com slash Inside Champions Mind. Why are you there? Please like it, and I'd love for you to message me and tell me whether or not you're going through it. You know, I may or may I, I'll answer to as many people as possible, but I would love to hear more about it because um, I, I, I'm thinking about really creating. I think that if this is something that's important, I would love to create something for for people. Um, some I don't know how, but uh, I'm not worried the about the how. I want, I want to keep. I want to just create create something that um, that that really can help people break through some of this stuff. Go to Wellness Couch and subscribe to us on iTunes. We'll love for you to love for you to comment on it um, on itunes and give us a great rating too please you know do that it will be fantastic if you can do that for us uh, this has been inside the champions mind a show dedicating to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world class in anything you do i'm lawrence and i'm karen and i'll see you on the next episode